Hello and welcome to the Autism in Real Life podcast. In each episode, you'll get practical strategies by taking a journey into the joys and challenges of life with autism. I'm your host, Ilya Walsh, and I'm an educator and a parent of two young adults, one of which is diagnosed on the autism spectrum. Join me as I share my experience and the experiences of others so that we may see the unique gifts and talents of individuals on the autism spectrum fully recognized. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Um, I'm Amelia Walsh with the Spectrum Strategy Group, and today I have Chris and Teo with me from uh, Gnome Surf. And I have to say, I'm very excited to have you here with me, Chris. I know I saw a news clip about your organization, and I really got the a really good vibe, and it, it was warm and welcoming and really inviting. And um, I'm someone who is not, I've never been on a surfboard, nor would I want to be, I don't think. But, you know, you made it seem like appealing and like, wow, this could be fun and maybe I could do it. Um, so I know I, I try to bring my audience different, um, you know, strategies and different uh, you know, just things that are out there that can be helpful for our kids. And I thought this was definitely something that I wanted to connect with you with. So um, I was drawn to reaching out and I'm so glad that you connected with me. So um, can you give us a little bit of background about you and your organization? Yeah, um, well, my name is Chris. I'm the uh, founder and executive director of Film Surf. We're a 501c3 nonprofit surf therapy organization. And uh, a lot of you out there probably asking yourself, what does surf therapy mean? Um, well, surf right. therapy is a, is, a way, is a way to address the physical and mental health of our athletes, as well as the emotional well-being by using the uh, power of nature and the ocean and the fun of surfing to have children overcome fears, uh, build self-confidence, uh, increase their happiness. Um, and what we found through our research that we've conducted is that it's a very effective way to, to reach uh, our population of athletes that we serve. So, yeah. Great. And so can you give a little bit of uh, background on the population that you serve? I know I, I'm going to your site, you have a lot of information. On yeah, that. we primarily uh, service children with uh, autism, ADHD, Down syndrome, depression and anxiety. But uh, our main population is uh, autistic children. So um, we've really done a great job connecting with that population. And um, they really see a lot of benefit. Parents swear by it and really see their kids come out of their um, out of their comfort zone, so to say, and really uh, do some magical things on the surfboard and in the ocean. So, yeah, it's it's been a real amazing journey so far, and uh, I can just see it getting bigger and bigger. And uh, we would love to just have that big corporate sponsor come on in so we can, so we can expand and really uh, provide our services to thousands of more kids because it is effective and uh, we're having a lot of fun out there with these kids and the families are really, really enjoying it. 
Yeah, I think as a, as a parent, you know, I know that one of the things you want to always find for your kids is different ways uh, and different avenues to um, just try different things, right? Because sometimes traditional sports or traditional, you know, organized types of extracurricular activities can be challenging. So I know finding new things is definitely always appealing. Um, and can, can you tell me a little bit like what brought you to do this type of work? Um, I've always been drawn to, uh, you know, helping others. And I was a wrestling coach for uh, like 10 years after college and uh, came across an autistic child who, you know, very limited in, in communication and, and uh, skill. And by the time we were done, he was he was 75 match winner, three time conference all star. So I, I really knew I connected with children with autism um, mm-hmm. from from that experience. And then I just translated it into a more, uh, let's say, funner sport, more popular sport, uh, a cool sport that like uh, really <laughs> appeals to a variety of people. And lo and behold, I was right. It's completely um, exploded over the last couple of years, primarily in the last two years. Um, we have over, I'd say, 1,200 families now involved in the program um, throughout our first uh, few years here. And it's just been something truly amazing. Wow. And so did you, did you say 1,200 people? 1,200 families, families really have awesome. probably come through the program. We, we do one-on-one surf therapy sessions. And we also, uh, every Sunday, we, we either hold our own or team up with another nonprofit in the area and hold camps in which we uh, offer surf therapy, art, um, and yoga on the beach. And then we have like a small social. Um, yeah, so it's been pretty wild. That's awesome. And so uh, clearly with that a kind of volume, and it sounds like you're growing for sure, what... Um, What's what's your team like? What kind of team do we you have? Pri- primarily, our team is consisted of uh, volunteers, uh, whether they be um, occupational therapists or physical therapists or just uh, surfers or uh, yogis, art teachers, or people who work in in the human services sector, um, PCBAs. Uh, it's it's a variety of people who, who come and join us, and and that kind of train them in surf therapy if they're going to be in the ocean with us. And um, it, it's pretty amazing because we, we've had a lot of support. At last year, we had a given anywhere from 50 to 60 volunteers uh, in our organization. And uh, truly grateful for it, for sure. And so I know I've um, I've seen a similar organization, but, but not much. And I think um, if you can, can you walk me through like, you know, so, okay, so I have, you know, I have a, a child and I'm interested. What does the process look like for me, like, reaching out to yeah. you to getting it? Yeah. It's just, it was, like, most people reach out through us via our uh, social media pages, either through Facebook or Instagram or through our website and just kind of inquire. Uh, I, I'm really particular about the way we want to run this organization and parents with children with autism. Uh, generally have to go and explain their children's behaviors and you know over and over again to all these new places and 
what we want you to do is say, hey, I think my kid will love this. I want to get him involved. And we say, great, this is what we have to offer. We have either one-on-one therapy sessions or there are some camps. Bring your kid. Do not worry about explaining behaviors. Let us take them. Feel at home. They're accepted here. We love them. And just watch them create some magic out there in the ocean. And and parents seem to really appreciate that approach because we want them to feel welcomed and not have to explain the behaviors. Like, it's okay. We understand. Let's right. get them out there. Let's have some fun. Let's get them working. Let's get them overcoming their fears. Let's get them feeling confident about what they can accomplish. And just they see their, their child transform a little bit. And uh, that's the approach that we take. There are other organizations. We're one of the only organizations in the Northeast. There are some that travel into the Northeast, but they only hold like a one-day event, and then they off, uh, and you don't see them till next summer, where we're a place where the child can come at their pace, and we're kind of trailblazing uh, surf therapy of what it looks like as a practice, so to say, so they can come every week if they want as if they were going to occupational therapy or any other therapy. So that's what sets us apart and kind of is a little bit more intimate um, with our organization. And that's really the vibe we're trying to create. And we would like to eventually build like a treehouse camp here. um, So families can really come from anywhere and stay with us for a few days and receive some surf therapy and um, anything else they like. That's awesome. And so if, um, what would, you know, one of the things that I know as a parent, I would need to review with my kids or my students, right? If, as a, as a teacher, um, what would the, what would I kind of do? I always do a preview, right? Like, so what it, what would I, what would they expect when they go? So for a family or for a, a child going, what would they expect when they first, um, show we, up? we really try to go at meet the child with their eyes. You know, um, some of them are extremely afraid of the water and they don't want to get in right away. So if we can get them in for one wave and uh, riding, you know, that's a win. But uh, you show up, Mm -hmm. we we, we introduce ourselves to the child, get to know them a little bit better. Um, During non-COVID times, we would would provide wetsuits and and life jackets. But right now we ask our parents to, to bring at least a life jacket. Um, we go yep. through a little tutorial on the beach of what to expect in the ocean. And then we kind of just head out into the ocean and a lot of parents are like, well, does my child need to know how to swim? Um, we are there 100% of the time. Uh, we don't leave the child. Uh, we're not going too far out above the, like beyond the break We're we're surfing on the inside. So very controlled, very safe. Um, and really we surf a couple waves for the child, pick them up, get them to have the feel of the wave. And then we start to slowly introduce them into independently surfing on their own and in hopes that they're going to catch a few waves that day by themselves. And what, what we've noticed is that it's just become a source of happiness and self-confidence for the child. And the parent wants to continually do it like once a week. And over time, there's a lasting effect that happens. We actually did some research uh, through a survey of ours through the International Surf Therapy Organization, in which we're a global contributor. And what we found is that 
over 98% of the children that surf with us are feeling happier. Over 93% of them are feeling more self-confident. And that was over, uh, we used over 190, you know, studies, surveys. So that's quite a significant sample. Well, wow. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's effective. It works. And uh, through the International Surf Therapy Organization, we actually just published um, with other organizations uh, in the American Journal of Psychology, the effectiveness of surf therapy in children with autism. Oh, cool. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find that for sure. <laughs> so why do you think that is? I'm just curious from your perspective, having worked, you know, firsthand um, with your kids, what, why do you think, uh, why do you think there's that connection of feeling more confident and just overall improvement of outlook? And uh, because it's, it's surf. If you've ever surfed in your life, you, you would know right away the power of surfing. Um, it, it, that's why people become surf bums and are addicted to surfing and revolve their whole lives around surfing is because it really provides that, uh, I, us surfers use the term stoke, um, but in, in layman's terms, like real excitement and happiness for, it's the only sport where the energy of the of nature and the world is actually picking you up and running through you and you're just navigating it. And, uh, so I think it's the power of the ocean and its therapeutic effects with, with how fun surfing can be and that it's also can be a little bit intimidating. So you, once you overcome that feeling and you're like, wow, I can do this and you actually do it. It's like, wow, like I just did that. A lot of people don't, can't do that. And I just accomplished it. So I think it, it really does wonders, um, for, for our kids. We call them athletes. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think um, you bring a good point. I mean, I'm a big uh, advocate of being in nature. And sometimes when you're feeling stuck or, you know, frustrated, sometimes just being outside in general is, um, you know, is a mood lifter. And I, I'm a fan of the ocean and the beach and all that stuff. So I know it, it definitely brings me some, you know, peace and solace and all that kind of uh, goodness. And so I, I, I like the, your approach and your thinking of how you're working with nature, right? Instead of, and it's working through you. I, I really like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we refer to it as ecotherapy um, as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I'm curious, um, what happens when, like, it gets cold outside? Because <laughs> the Northeast gets cold pretty, um, pretty quickly, right? Once like October comes. So is there, are there other alternatives that you offer? In, in, in a perfect world, uh, like I said, we get that major corporate sponsor that's willing to give us uh, some money and a boatload of it. So we can, we would, we would love to build like an indoor wave um, that we can continue through the winter. Um, oh, for sure, for yeah. now, we, we go through like, can, surf through mid-October so we can start in late May and go through mid-October this year was a little delayed because of all the pandemic stuff but um so we get a good five to six we can get a good five months in um if we needed mm -hmm. to but we we've also bought some land in Costa Rica where we're trying to develop a uh destination um wellness retreat for families so that they can actually 
come over from here um, and surf with us out there and get it's in a blue zone. What that means is that's where people live healthier, happier, and longer. And we're, we're trying to provide that eco-therapy, surf therapy, art therapy, and yoga there. But we also have a studio here where we hold some art classes for kids. Um, but yeah, that, that is the struggle of trying to connect it all. Like I said, ideally we'd have a wave pool, but we are building that destination camp so we can at least have families come out and visit us. And let's face it, when you need a break and you need to refresh, what do you do? You go on vacation. So we're trying to provide that experience for families, a once in a lifetime type feel that normally wouldn't, you know, have the opportunity to do so. So we got that in the works. Uh, COVID kind of put a on that too, like a lot of other things. So we're just kind of, you know, waiting and, and going through the motions until we can get that project back up and running again as well. No, that makes sense. And I think actually for many families, finding, um, you know, those types of family vacations where um, you were saying before, where you don't have to explain, you know, all the different you know, challenges that your child might have or, you know, how they might not be able to sit for a full meal or might not be able to attend to certain things. It creates a really safe, or it sounds like what you're looking to create a really safe environment so that families, you know, can have that place. And there, there really are not that many places. Yeah, like what we, we make it a point to uh, stress that when we're, when families come to us, we, we, we don't, want them to have to have all the explanations and explain behaviors and all that. We, we want it to be a safe zone. We understand, just sit back, relax. Your child is accepted here and let's, let's watch them do some magic. And especially out in Costa Rica as well, uh, where we bought, we made sure that it was a very, uh, so, so to say sleepy type sort of town. So mm -hmm. there's not too much going on, but it's very nature-esque. Uh, they call it the Jew of Costa Rica. It's in Playa Gallones, Nosara, and it's 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 kind of magical, you know what I mean? And uh, we we've, we've already brought two children out there and did our what we call happy camp um, this past winter, and it proved to be extremely magical. And the and the families were super appreciative of the experience. And and we did you know zip lining, we did surfing, we did waterfalls, we did hikes. Um, so it's, it's just, it's a real cool, like eco wellness surf experience, so to say. Yeah. It sounds like a blast. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so tell me what's been your, um, like your favorite, I would say, you keep talking about this magic that you see the kids display when they're out on the water. What's been like your your biggest like aha moment just how i'm like we're able to connect with these children and communicate some of our children are completely nonverbal, and their parents at first just come to me and say it's okay just have them float around out there and have fun and i'm like no that's not that's not me <laughs> um so i truly try to push the kids as much as i can and and after a few sessions like i'm giving verbal commands and and they're following them right away and and with surfing you need to be on point so you're able to catch those waves and and these kids really truly are 
becoming athletes out there that can surf. I, I remember when I was surfing, it took me like 130 times to catch a wave. And some of these kids are catching them within their first four or five. And to me, that's just wow. like, there's something else out here with us. This, this is the power of the universe, God, something, nature, something is there. Mm -hmm. Whatever you believe in, there's something additional uh, contributing to helping these children. And they're just, they're crushing labels and limitations like no other out there. And I think that's what's so powerful about this and why so many people uh, truly want to get involved is that they're overcoming a lot. And uh, it's in a fun way. So it's just a lot of lessons to be learned in a, in a very fun way. I really love that phrase you just say there, crushing labels and limitations. And it's something that I talk about a lot um, with my families and my audience. And I think, um, you know, I wonder sometimes because this is, I've seen similar things with music and with art. Um, and I, I wonder if it's not or you know, with animals. I wonder if it's just a different vehicle for communication, right? You know, we're so sometimes hung up on our traditional school, our traditional, you know, written and spoken, uh, right? Using the alphabet to communicate, but we're using a different vehicle with some of these other modalities. I wonder if it, you know, if that's it. I, I definitely think it is something. Uh, with the ocean and the surfboard and the act of surfing. Like, for instance, one of our kids, I was at the beach uh, on Saturday and I, I got nervous for a second because I saw one of our athletes there with his wetsuit on. I was like, uh, I didn't book him right now. And I have like, we literally have 12 <laughs> kids today. Did I overbook something? Because it happens sometimes because we're so busy. And mm -hmm. I, go, I go over to the mom and, and I'm like, did I like overbook you guys and, and like, She's like, no, he's had his wet. And this was at like seven o'clock at night. She's like, no, he's had his wetsuit on since two 30 asking to, asking <laughs> to come surf with Waterman, which is me. <laughs> and I just felt I needed to take him to the beach. And I was like, all right, so we're on to something. You know what I mean? And, and some kids that their parents say they're completely nonverbal. And when we're out there, I catch him on the GoPro repeating what I'm saying. So it's oh, pretty, wow. it, it's wild. It's. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, that's, it's so impactful to know that you're making a difference, right? Even if, and it seems like it's way more than just one, one. Kid. No, it's there. There are a bunch. I mean, right, this season right now we've. Uh, so I, let me see, trying to do the numbers, but we, we've surfed with over like uh, 150 to 200 kids so far. And we just started in the beginning wow. of July. So that's one month. Um, by the end of this season, we'll probably have impacted about 700 kids. That's excellent. That's amazing work. I mean, really amazing work that you're doing. And um, so if people want to find out more about you, now I know you're you're located in the Northeast. Are you specifically in just Massachusetts right now and Costa Rica? Yeah, we, surf, <laughs> we surf out of Massachusetts. I mean, we're, our organization was founded in Massachusetts, but we actually surf out of Rhode Island in Little Compton, South Shore. We just expanded over to Westport, Mass. <clears throat> and But we would like to travel too. So if there's a group of, of kids or parents that really want to bring us into town, 
uh, we'll pack up our bags and come. Um, so, you know, we do, we just need to work out the logistics of all that. But right now we're in Rhode Island. We, we would like to build a camp in Rhode Island as well, a treehouse camp. Um, so mm -hmm. we, so families can actually come and visit us. But yeah, right now we're, we're stationed in Rhode Island and Costa Rica, but we're looking to expand and, and keep going with our reach because we see how special it actually is. That's great to know. So, um, so definitely people can reach out to you and maybe set up, you know, for you guys to kind of, uh, reach out to different areas. Yeah, come do an event on a one weekend and they can get, get a group of kids together. Like, and we'll just come out for the day and hopefully have like 50 to 60 kids come surf with us that one day. We're willing to do that as well. Cool. And so how can people find, where can people find you? I know you said social media, but what's yeah, your, um, we have a Facebook page yeah. at Gnome Surf, G-N-O-M-E Surf. Uh, also Instagram uh, at Gnome Surf as well. But we also have a website at www.gnomesurf.com. Dot com and that's g-n-o-m-e surf.com great and i will put all of that information in the description so people can find you um and i'm uh, again i'm really happy to have you on and be able to share the amazing work that you're doing and um actually if you just look you guys up for people listening in you can see a lot of great videos and um i love following your instagram because you have of all your athletes on there and i think that's really uh inspiring to look absolutely at i mean we have professional photographers on on the beach with us so they really help tell the story and capture the magic so they're, they're just as integral part of the team as us uh, surfers out there because they really can tell the story of these children so i'm grateful for that as well yeah, absolutely, and and they're capturing it very well because uh, you really get the sense. But I, but I get a sense it's probably you, uh, your leadership, and the rest of the team that you work with. So um, I'm thankful to you. Thank all you for very that. much. We appreciate that. Great. All right. Well, hopefully, um, I will see you at some other point in the future because maybe I'll try to catch an event. Yeah, we got to get you to catch a wave. Oh, well, we'll see about that. I don't know. Overcome your fear. <laughs> yes, yes, that that would be fun. Thank you so much. Okay, well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to Autism in Real Life. This is Ilya Walsh, and if you like the show, please hit subscribe so you can get notified each time a new episode is released. Also, if you join our email list at thespectrumstrategy.com, you can get a code to attend one of my online courses for free. See you next time.